Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hour two on this Wednesday, a busy first hour. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Spent a little time talking about OBJ. After I questioned if he was healthy enough to be able to play, when would he be able to play? And then OBJ reached out to the show last night, calling me an outsider and uh, had a uh, laughing emoji, I believe. There were tears, crying emoji, or he's laughing so hard that he's crying that I don't know what's going on. But I did know enough to ask the question, is he healthy enough right now to play? I think this is about OBJ preparing for next season and the season after that. Maybe not this season because Jerry Jones and the Cowboys admitted, you know, without a physical here or passing a physical, then, you know, maybe we're not talking about OBJ this year. Maybe he would not go to Dallas. Uh, Ed Werder broke that story. All right, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at show. Baker Mayfield goes to the Rams. I think it's a great pickup for them. They don't have much to risk here, and maybe you have your quarterback of the future. Maybe. Cost you a seventh-round pick, and they're so desperate, he may start tomorrow night in the game against the Raiders. Jimmy Garoppolo got good news that maybe he could come back in time for the Super Bowl, but I view it as awkward news. If Brock Purdy gets you to the Super Bowl, I'm not welcoming Jimmy Garoppolo back to go, ah, Hey, thanks for holding my place here. I got it from here on out. Jimmy G is not that kind of quarterback for me where you go, thank God he's back. If Brock Purdy gets you there, I'm fine with that. The Titans fired their GM, John Robinson. That normally doesn't happen during the season. But A.J. Brown, and he just got a contract extension. A.J. Brown, who goes to Philadelphia on draft night, torches his former team, and then the GM who decided to trade him to Philadelphia got fired. 
But also, if I look at what he did with the draft picks, he got two draft picks. He got uh, Burks, the wide receiver, who's pretty good. And he got uh, the uh, quarterback... Um, Malik Willis. Malik Willis. Yeah, they got a couple extra thirds because of that trade, and they were able to spend one of them on Willis. But that might turn out to be a good deal for them. It's just he torched the team that traded him, and the GM was fired. Aaron Judge is staying with the Yankees. Nine years, $360 million. The Padres offered more, and he turned them down. And the Padres also offered more for Trey Turner, and he turned them down and went to the Phillies. But the Padres, from what I'm reading, they were all in till the very end, and uh, they offered him more money than the Yankees did, but he took the lower offer to stay with the Yankees. All righty, let's bring in our good buddy, Marcellus Wiley, the former All-Pro defensive end, and his podcast, More To It, on the Dan Patrick Podcast Network. You can find that wherever you listen to your podcast. This week, Marcellus tells us why the culture is turning on Deion Sanders. Let me start there. Bomani Jones was on CNN, and uh, Bomani Jones called Deion a sellout. Yeah. Um, it, it's maddening and it's sad when, uh, when you talk about the black culture, especially as Bomani is referring to, that uh, we try to define it. We try to limit it. We try to say that that subscription to those thoughts, beliefs, and actions, what culture is, is all you can be. So when you call someone a sellout, what you're really saying is they have to act a certain way or else. And I think that is undermining what any experience, any life is about. You shouldn't limit anybody. The only box you should be in is no box. And Deion Sanders has the right to not only go to a HBCU for three years, bring notoriety, attention, production, uh, really shine a light on the talent that is down there and has the same right to elevate to go to the next level. And no one is going to tell the truth on this situation, it seems like. But the reality is that HBCU doesn't have the proper resources to compete with the Power Fives or most of the PWIs. It's just that simple. So as a coach, you're trying to recruit the best talent. As a institution, you're also trying to recruit the best coaches. And the best of the best are not at the HBCU level. It's just really sad that when you all of a sudden want to judge a person's character and their personality just based off of a decision for them to make themselves better. And I wonder how long could he stay at Jackson State for people to then go, oh, okay, now it's okay. Because in, in fairness to Dion, he, he revitalized a program, got him national attention, tons of coverage for the rest of the conference, and after three years decided that he was going to take the Colorado job. Um, yeah. I think what happened, Marcellus, is when he said that, you know, this was a, a calling from God to send him to Jackson State, that now it sounded like that, that then there was more to this. Like, oh, my God, this is my, my chosen path. I have to do this. I, I think that's where people then think, wait, what, did God say go to Colorado now? Or you and these are, you know, I'm paraphrasing Bomani here that when you bring God into the equation here, that's when I think it gets a little tricky for people. Yeah, the, the craziest thing about it all is that you can't do that. You can't do that. Like, Bamani knows better. Um, I'm, I'm really disappointed because this is still a, a phrase and term that is going around, the whole sellout. Uh, 
he, he's not a sellout. He just didn't buy into the BS. And the BS is that, oh, you have to sacrifice your entire career just so that the culture can thrive. No, you have to respect and represent as a person that is black to be the best version of you, which will turn into quote unquote excellence or black excellence, the way you want to define it. But Dion was a recruiter. Dion didn't just recruit players. Dion also recruited organizations. He, he recruited sponsors. He recruited the public at large as my kid is jumping into this picture right now. Yes, your, your, yes, daughter, your daughter needs you. Okay, I'm going upstairs right now, Mama. She wants some waffles. She's tired of hearing us go at it like that. She's Dion support. So good, man. Um, help me understand what an NFL physical is that Odell Beckham, Odell Beckham would be going into Dallas or Buffalo or New York. What is that physical going to be like? Yeah, the physical um, obviously is going to be hyper-focused on his knee, uh, the knee that he's injured multiple times. Uh, they're going to be hyper-focused on that. Uh, and also a timetable. It's not just are you structurally sound. Um, it's very difficult to see if he's adjusted mentally to – trust his body to trust himself to see if he's going to go out there and play in a six gear instead of just playing cautiously. Uh, but the most important thing is a timetable. Like when are you going to be available? It's not just, okay, you're structurally sound. Okay. You trust yourself. Uh, when are you going to go on the field and show us that you still can be Odell Beckham Jr. And all of these things end with ellipsis, like dot, dot, dot. You just don't know. There is a certain level of uncertainty that you have to go out there and play guesswork, but you're trying to check as many boxes as you can. Odell's going to say all the right things. Hopefully his body is going to check all those boxes as well, but there's still that gap of uncertainty that you won't find out until he hits that field. Well, nobody asked the question until I did yesterday, and OBJ responded to me or to the show, basically calling me an outsider and had a – a laughing emoji where he's got tears. But I just said, when can he play? I don't care where he goes. I just want to know if he's going to be able to play this year. And now, then soon after that, Jerry Jones talked about, hey, we don't know because that physical is so important there. Nobody asked this question, Marcellus, of when can you play? It was all about the Cowboys. Therefore, if the Cowboys is on the rundown of your show, that's all you need. How do we work the Cowboys into the show? I just wanted to know, can he play for this team in a month from now? And we yeah, still don't great, know. Yeah, great question. And the reason why you got that reaction is because hit dogs holler. You know, you hit the dog right <laughs> where it hurts. It's like, oh, damn, I'm trying to pull a fast one here. Um, when you have multiple injuries to the same knee, um, it, it's kind of like how they say repetitive concussions and that concussion syndrome. Like uh, the first one, okay, everything responds perfectly. The second one, not only are you trying to get back to where you were, but there is severe trauma to that injury because it's been repeated in terms of the injury. So now Odell Beckham knows, dude, I may have just bitten off more than I can chew. And this is a situation where you just want to pass the physical and then you're worried about playing for that team. And I think that they're trying to conflate those two things, make those two things one so that people like Dan Patrick don't go out there and call them for what they are. Yeah, I got called an outsider. Damn. Man, you know it's a problem. Like anytime anybody says, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. It's like, 
Well, then why are you responding like that? Maybe <laughs> I do. It's pretty obvious, right? You uh, on the podcast talked about Baker Mayfield, and uh, you said he's, he's his own worst enemy. Here he is with the Rams now, and they didn't give up much. Maybe he's their future. Why is he is his own worst enemy? Uh, Baker Mayfield didn't adjust his mentality because of persona, because of brand. I think Baker Mayfield uh, really bought into the underdog that he was at one time in his career. Absolutely. In terms of being a college walk-on and then transferring schools and then winning the Heisman Trophy. Yeah, that's an underdog story. But it's time to flip the page. And I think he should have flipped that page when he was the first pick in the NFL draft. You're no longer an underdog, but you're lying to yourself. That's not the proper fuel for you to get to the next level. So what happens is Baker Mayfield was kind of looking for for fights, looking for issues, looking for motivation anywhere to feed this underdog. But that's not what the dog eats anymore. The dog was eating a franchise quarterback number one. So then he starts attacking his coaches, attacking his teammates. Everyone became the issue instead of the guy in the mirror. So coach used to always tell us when you got a problem, look in the mirror, not the window. Because when you look in the window, you're looking outside at everybody else and trying to blame them. And Baker Mayfield has never had that realization. And frankly, I don't think that going to the Rams is going to change his mentality. And his issue is not his talent level. His issue is between the ears. And so far, I don't see the salvation. Go make those waffles for your daughter. <laughs> Please, thank you. She is beating at the door. <laughs> thank you, Marcellus. It, That's Marcellus right. Wiley, former All-Pro defensive end, and his podcast, More To It, available on the Dan Patrick Podcast Network. And it's a unique journey around the sports and entertainment cultural landscape there. And uh, he's got opinions on Dion, LeBron, and also Antonio Brown on this week's podcast. Uh, Scott in Tampa leads us off, second hour. Hi, Scott. What's on your mind today? Well, thanks for taking my call, guys. Yeah. Hey, everybody on chat row, the guys in the back room. Uh, 260, and uh, we're at six foot right now. Mm-hmm. So that's not going to change. But, hey, um, just, uh, just uh, based off the conversation that you just had um, and some thoughts of my own, what if Odell knows that his knee is, is worse than what he's alluding to, and he's going to have to take another year off? What if he uses this as an excuse to see where his good buddy Tom Brady is going to commit to after this season? And maybe since the uh, mm. 49ers haven't picked up on Baker Mayfield, you know, there's a couple spots right there. They might just team up on that coast. I guess everything is possible if you want to, you know, bring in OBJ. But uh, Tom Brady playing another year, does San Francisco make it even more complicated with their quarterbacking situation? I don't see that happening there. He's got to pass a physical. That's it. Pass a physical, and then let me know when you can play. That's all I asked. But you can play hurt, but coming off knee surgery, and this is the second one on the same knee, having had six surgeries on one knee, I can tell you just everyday life can be a struggle. Walking. Uh, you want to run. You want to exercise. I'm going to ask this guy to go out there and try to be what he was five, seven years ago. That's asking an awful lot. And if you've ever had surgery, when you, you make a turn, you play basketball, you play tennis, you play racquetball, just those little turns, tweaks, and you think about it every single time. I don't know if he can play. I hope he can. And I don't care if he plays for the Cowboys. I'm just curious about the timing of all of this 
can he play this year? Because Jerry Jones wants OBJ now. Not next year, now. He wants to win the Super Bowl now. The NFC is down. Green Bay is down. Tampa is not formidable. San Francisco just lost their quarterback. You don't have to worry about the Rams. The Eagles are very good. You have to worry about the Eagles and maybe the 49ers. That's probably what Jerry's thinking. I need OBJ now to win a Super Bowl. He's waited a long, long, long time. And that's why he's the one that started this about OBJ. And OBJ going to the Giants, talking to the Bills, going to the Cowboys. I think he's setting himself up for next year where he can ask for $18, $20 million a year. Because I don't know if he's healthy enough to be able to say that's going to validate paying you that kind of money. I don't know that. Okay? All right. We'll take a break. Andrew Luck walked away. The story of the journalist who got the story, that might be more interesting than Andrew Luck's story about why he walked away from the game. We'll talk to Seth Wickersham, the ESPN senior writer. He'll join us more on Aaron Judge staying with the Yankees. Jeff Passan will join us coming up a little bit later on. We'll take a break. We're back after this. Oh, Discover, and I love what they do because they're always thinking of you. This message is brought to you by Discover. Did you know you could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection, the latest innovation from Discover? Discover will help regularly remove your personal information, like your name and address from 10 popular people's search websites that could be selling your data, and they'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See the terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection. That's discover.com slash online privacy protection. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in president ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. 
To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Stunning design, unmatched intelligence, and a compact ready-for-anything build. Sometimes exceptional is the rule. 2022 Mercedes-Benz GLA, member of the unrivaled SUV family. Learn more, MBUSA.com. Seth Wickersham, back on the program, ESPN senior writer, did a deep dive with Andrew Luck. We had been waiting for any kind of response. We'd been trying for years with Andrew Luck. I found out the reason why Seth probably got the interview is... Well, you tell me, Seth. You'd reached out to him a while ago. What did Andrew Luck tell you was the reason why or one of the reasons why you got this interview? Man, if I, if I knew that being an extreme skier and you know risking my life many times <laughs> in the pursuit of an adrenaline rush would actually help me in my career, I would have done this a lot more. But yeah, we had, we had corresponded for well over a year, but there was one morning that I was in his, his uh, kitchen and um, he goes, you know, you know why you're here, right? And I wasn't exactly sure what he was getting at. And, he, and I was like, no, I meant like, I thought he meant like in his kitchen. I was like, no. And he goes, because you ski. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever so, gotten an interview based on your ability to athletic, ski? Yeah. Based on my athletic ability? Yeah. No, never. No. <laughs> okay. When does it become an on the record interview? Um, quickly. I, uh, you know, we, we had talked uh, we we talked off the record once, um, but uh, when I showed up, you know, and I think that it was in May, I was there for a week, was our first kind of real series of interviews where we met once and twice a day. Um, you know, I was there with, with my iPad recording and my phone recording and my notebook, and, you know, we were ready to go, and there's nothing, nothing that Andrew Luck wouldn't answer on the record. I've mentioned this before a few times on the show, that there are athletes who are really good at what they do. That doesn't mean they really love what they do. They don't like that mm -hmm. defining them. And the more I read your article on Andrew Luck, I couldn't help but think he was meant to be this and do this and son of a quarterback, and he was going to be a Hall of Famer. But you have to be all in to be that Hall of Famer. And I couldn't help but think of Ricky Williams, the former running back, who just said, this isn't my calling. This is what I don't want to be defined this way. What did you glean from Aaron, uh, Andrew Luck about did he really love football or did he fall out of love with football? Well, there's no question he fell out of love with it. But the interesting thing is he actually defined himself that way. Like there was a, a narrative around him, which he kind of helped foster, frankly, that you know, he could have done a lot of different things coming out of Stanford, been an architect or an engineer or a scientist, whatever, but he chose football. I think that he was way more of a junkie and his self-identity was way tied up more in being a quarterback than even he was willing to admit. And in Frank, frankly, I think it's taken him years 
to get to the point where he's comfortable with that mm. and accepting of the fact that he is a quarterback and that he does love sports and that he does love football, even though it took a lot from him and he gave a lot into it. The injuries, though. Mm-hmm. At what point do you say, I just don't want to fight through this anymore? Yeah, it was definitely a point with him, but it wasn't only chronic pain. It was how he acted in chronic pain. And it goes back to that self-identity stuff. I mean, when he came to the NFL, we often forget that just basic pressure affects these guys a lot more than any of us really want to admit. But I mean, he came to the NFL, expected not only to be a great quarterback, but a transcendent one, replacing Peyton Manning, who really was the first quarterback ever to really run a building. I mean, the Colts he, Andrew Luck was 22 years old when he arrived at the Colts, and the Colts expected the quarterback to weigh in on everything, from training methods to offense to everything. You know, it was a big learning curve. And I think that he threw himself so far into it to live up to the expectations of the team, the city, and himself that there was parts of himself that when he really looked hard, and it took injuries for him to really look hard at those aspects of his personality, he really didn't like about himself. And he wanted to change. And I think that's what did it. You know, injuries, there's no question that fighting through pain can warp decision-making. It can affect your mood. But it was deeper than that with Andrew. Remember, in 2017, he disappeared to Holland for seven, eight weeks and to try to rehab his shoulder. And he did. But he also took some hard looks at himself. He just, he wouldn't communicate with anybody about the pressure and the pain that he was feeling, including his wife to be Nicole, and she was ready to leave him. And at one point, she told me, she said, I had no place to contribute because Andrew wouldn't communicate. And at one night in Holland, Andrew broke. He cried, he vented, he he admitted all the stress that he had been under. He started to see a professional therapist and his trainer, this man named Willem Kramer, ended up serving as kind of a, a couples therapist for him and Nicole. Wow. And when he returned to the NFL, he did so with a mindset that he was going to put himself and his family first. And really, even though he still played at a high level and won comeback player of the year, I I think that when he made that decision, that was the beginning of the end for his career. But I also wonder about that with, you know, we saw Tom Brady where Giselle reportedly said, hey, us or football, he chose Mm -hmm. football. Uh, did Andrew Luck face sort of that, hey, is it me or is it going to be football with uh, well, with his no. girlfriend? No, 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 definitely not. And um, I think that she would have left him earlier because of his behavior and because of how kind of selfish and closeted and secretive and just stressed he was. But when he walked away, she was willing – at that point they were married – like. Um, Anthony Costanza, one of his teammates, said, you know, for Andrew to continue going, he knew that it had to be Andrew's world where everyone catered to him. Nicole was willing to cater to him if that's what he wanted. She was willing to be a supportive partner. It was Andrew who didn't want it. I think that when he injured his ankle in 2018 and it carried over in the 2019 offseason and he really couldn't figure out what was wrong with it, three MRIs revealed nothing. He reverted back into that cycle of moodiness, Mm. of not communicating, of Willem Kramer told me being a spoiled brat. And he recognized that in himself. And maybe, maybe with more time, he could have seen a way where he could have been a person that he was more proud of and been a great quarterback. But at the time, it felt like a binary decision. And he chose himself and his family. But he was trying to play that preseason. 
He was, but I think that like he was trying, but I also think he was doing so out of obligation. I think that he had okay. been thinking about retiring for a long time. And I think that if he had to do it over again, he would have retired right at the end of that 2018 season. One of his best, he won comeback player of the year. They won a playoff game. I think he would have walked away then. How often have the Colts reached out to him to ask him to take his temperature on coming back? I, I think only one time overtly, but it's always kind of been in the air. I mean, he he goes to the well, he he lives in Palo Alto now, but the past couple of years he goes to the Colts facility quite a bit, and he visits with Coach Reich, and you know he he they all kind of wonder like, hey, is he trying to tell us that he wants back in? And there was one moment where Frank Reich was driving. <laughs> and he pulled message in a bottle by the police. Poor Indianapolis Colts fans are never going to hear a message in the bottle the same way again. But he he pulled that's on the radio. And for some reason, Frank Reich was like, this is a sign. And he pulls over and he sends Andrew Luck this long message sending out an SOS was the first line. And Luck, you know, basically saying like, hey, look, if you want to come back, we're we're welcoming you with open arms. And um Andrew Luck wrote back, I appreciate the message in the bottle, but the answer was no. And I asked Andrew Luck a lot of times if he had it in him to come back because I was just waiting for the answer to maybe change and for Mm. him to say, you know what? Yes, I think I am going to come back. But he's consistent. I mean, I think he thinks that, number one, his body might not be able to hold up for a season. And number two, he misses aspects of playing, but he's not willing to give up the aspects of his life that he really enjoys right now. Seth Wickersham, ESPN senior writer, a deep dive on Andrew Luck is a great read. He got booed mm-hmm. when he was on the sidelines. What did that feel like? It wasn't just the booing, which irritated him and, and angered him, frankly. It was the preceding seven or eight minutes. I mean, he thought maybe naively that his retirement news was going to hold until Sunday. He had told a lot of people in the building he was going to walk away. It made its way to Adam Schefter. He breaks that during the game. And as we all know, any sports fan knows, the last seven minutes of an NFL preseason game are about as long and as excruciating as anything in sports. (laughs) And when the news broke, he had nowhere to go. He felt it, everything changed. He felt the, the crowd sort of focus on him. The cameras were turning towards him. Something changed and he had nowhere to go. He just had to sit there in the spotlight and get heckled and booed and he was scared and, and irritated and everything. And then when he came off the field, obviously the booze got louder and more personal. Wow. I could see him coach again, or I not say coach again, but um, I know he's talked about being a high school coach. Uh, yeah. What do you think? And, you know, he's a young guy. What do you think his future is? What's he going to yes. be doing in 10 years from now? I can see that high school coaching. I think the interesting thing is he's accepted that football can be a part of his life again. You know, when he he when he walked away, he really tried to disassociate from the game and tried to disassociate from his identity as a quarterback. And both of those things were really hard. And I think that in August of 2019 in Colorado, he had met a, a high school football coach skiing. And the guy said, hey, you ever want to come by and talk to the team? So Andrew comes by, he talks to the team. And when he was leaving he just felt rejuvenated. He felt like even though he had just seen glimpses of the game that he used to love, it was affecting him in a way that he frankly missed and that he could accept that like football was always going to be this complicated thing for him, but that he loved it and he wanted to be a part of it. And, you know, you remember Andrew Luck, I mean, his book club, working on local literacy rates, education is something he does care quite a bit about right now. He's at Stanford getting his master's in education. And 
I think that being a, a high school teacher of some sort and a high school football coach could definitely be something that he, that he looks at doing. Seth, great stuff. I would have thought being a fly fisherman like I am, maybe that would have been the door opener for <laughs> Andrew Luck to bring me in, but I'm not an extreme skier like you are. He, he fished. We fished together. And he kept saying like, hey, do you want to cast a couple lines? I grew up in Alaska. I'm the worst fisherman ever. And I just was like, nope, I'm passing. I'm going to hold the net and I'm going to ask questions to let him do it. <laughs> Did you go skiing with him? No, we didn't. You know, we talked about maybe doing that this winter, but no, we never were able to, to do it. Uh, great to talk to you again, Seth. Thanks for joining us. Good times, man. Thank you. That's Seth Wickersham, ESPN senior writer. You know, we worked on this in a variety of ways through a variety of angles to try to get an audience with Andrew Luck, and he just wasn't going to do it. And then after a while, you know, you don't want to badger the witness. Like, I respect you, but to bring that story to light for my audience, you know, that's why I do this. There are certain things where you go, boy, that'd be great to have that person on to talk about that story. And Andrew Luck, the great mystery. And, you know, you start to prioritize. You you, anybody who's gone through injuries and then to come back, there, there is nothing darker than when you get hurt and you are rehabbing by yourself while everybody else is out playing and having a great time and you're there and you can't do anything. And then you get another injury and then you get another injury and then you get an injury where you're not quite sure if you can come back from it with the ankle injury. And he probably just said, what am I doing? This owns me. This is controlling me. I need to control the situation. And it's a great read with uh, Seth. Some phone calls here. Uh, Drew in New Mexico. Hey, Drew, what's on your mind today? Hey, how are we doing this morning? Hey, bud. Hey. Uh, got to fly out to the Big Ten Championship last weekend, and it was awesome. But one of the biggest takeaways I had was I'm sitting waiting to go into Lucas Oil Stadium. And there was a group of dudes in front of me, and one of them I hear go, who has it better than us? Nobody. <laughs> like, dude, it's, who has it better okay. than we do? <laughs> Thank you, Drew. I appreciate you having my back there. But that is the Jim Harbaugh, the Harbaugh family motto. Who has it better than we do? No. Wait, what do, come on, let's go. What's a, who has it better than we do? Nobody. 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 Oh my God. Not really. Yes, I like that now. We've said it so much that when there's video <laughs> of the Harbaugh saying it, they're like, the Harbaugh stole yeah. your thing. I know. You're right about that. I, 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 I saw that and I go, uh, it's Harbaugh's. We took it from Jim. Yeah, somehow we own that. Yes. <laughs> Adam in Indianapolis. Hi, Adam. What's on your mind today? Hey, how's it going? Great. What's a six four two and a quarter? Adam, 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 what are you doing right now? I am installing a fifty thousand dollar garage system. Okay. As a as a uh, Christmas present for her husband. Wait, wait, what comes with a fifty thousand dollar price tag? Oh, let's see. The partitions, like the dividers for the actual system, are twelve feet tall, so it goes through the ceiling of the garage. It'll wrap all the way around it. Um, I, I don't want to say the company's name because we're national, and yeah. we've actually been on iHeartRadio advertised, so I don't want to do that. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble. But she but must yeah, really love her husband if she's uh, installing this garage. Well, I mean, if you saw the house, you'd, uh, they're good. Okay. They're okay. All right. All right. Dropping the bucket. <laughs> all right. Um, um, I, had a, uh, I had a poll question for you. Okay. 
inspired by the uh, the Aaron Judge comment, you said that he he gets to be the captain of the Yankees because I, of that deal, or that was an incentive, maybe. I think so. So it got me thinking about all time captains because I grew up in Detroit as a Red Wings fan back when the Red Wings were the Yankees of the of the hockey world. Yeah. And Steve Eiserman was the captain, the only captain. I mean, that was his nickname for 20 years. He was the captain. So it got me thinking what you guys would think about all-time captain over the four great sports. Because there's been some great ones. But it's just not something we ever really talk about that much. You don't hear guys talk about it. It's always about who's the best quarterback, receiver. I don't know, and thank you, Adam. I don't know if we really care who the captain is. I mean, I think it's symbolic that it's nice and Jeter had the C on his uniform, but if I said, who's the captain of, uh, you know, Tampa Bay? Who's the captain of the Dodgers? Who's the captain of, you know, the, I don't know, Carolina Panthers? Yeah, more. Mark Messier. Mark Messier was a good captain. But I, I think sometimes it's overrated. I just know when you go out there and you play, and I follow you with how you play, that's the best example. The guy who yells in the locker room or in the huddle, I think that wears off quickly. The guy who goes out there and, you know, you follow him, uh, that's a good captain. Yeah, Seaton. It feels like captains are more important in some sports than they are in others. Okay. You know, depending on which, I don't know that, like Derek Jeter being the captain, oh. I don't know what that really means that he, like, rally the team or something. Like, I don't really know what that would do. But in other places, the captain is, like, the guy that speaks for the team or, you know, those kinds of things. Uh, yes, yes, Paul. When I was a little kid, I remember, if I remember right, they referred to Thurman Munson, the catcher for the Yankees, as the captain, almost like a nickname. Like, all right, here he is, the captain up for uh, two, three in the count. Like, yeah. It was it was almost like a nickname for Thurman Munson. And yeah. I was not a Yankees guy. Yes, Todd. The Ryder Cup captain, that's the big one. If you're like <laughs> Davis Love III, you can walk yeah. around like yeah. you got a crown on your head. Yeah. Yeah. Don't mess with him. Yeah, you get to wear an earpiece. Yeah, you get to listen to everything that's going on. You're the captain. (laughs) Every night is movie night. The biggest blockbusters streaming on Peacock. Watch Jurassic World Dominion. Minions, The Rise of Gru, and Jordan Peele's Nope. Whenever you want, wherever you want. We'll take a break. More phone calls coming up. More on the Yankees with Aaron Judge. Jeff Passan from the Mothership will join us coming up. Back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. This is Steve Covino and Rich Davis. And together we are Covino and Rich. Covino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, That's right. Covino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show. Heard weekdays from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every Covino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rockin' dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah! 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, the last day to guarantee shipping for any orders on danpatrick.com is December 15th. The audience has been unbelievable this year. Best year we've ever had with merchandise, also with the moonshine in there, the calendars, and uh, whatever's left, go get it. December 15th, the last day that we can guarantee that we can ship it, it gets there in time for the holidays. Paulie has an Andrew Luck question for me. I went back and looked at Andrew Luck's draft profile. They say the good and the bad. He was a 97 prospect grade, one of the best in history. Mm-hmm. And they had tons of positives, the intangibles, the physicality. There was, n- there was no question marks. In weaknesses, they said, we can't even make one up. One would be hard for press to find negatives to his game, no glaring weaknesses. Okay. Arm strength, mobility, uh, history, intelligence. There was no negatives. I can't find it. Even Peyton Manning had negatives in, during his draft profile. Not a lot, but a bunch. Uh, but a few. Who is the player coming out of college that you would have bet there's no doubt this person will be in the NFL Hall of Fame someday? Because luck isn't, and he's not going. And you know it was by choice, but for whatever reason. I was thinking there's certain players like Andrew Luck, Herschel Walker when he came out of college. He's not going to the Hall of Fame, Herschel Walker, mm-hmm. because he went to the USFL first, and then he was good, not great in the pros. Right. And Dominican Sue, when he came, I, would, I think I would have bet money that he'd be a, a Hall of Famer someday. Bo Jackson? Bo Jackson, and maybe Michael Vick. Yeah. 
those are the five on my list that where I would have bet a week's pay during the draft that that guy's going to the hall. Luck to me was uh, he was going to a Colts team that wasn't awful. They just lost Manning for a year. It's a pretty pretty decent franchise when he showed up there. Yeah, but, yeah. I would have said Andrew Luck that can't miss. And and having watched Herschel when he was in the USFL, actually watched him at Georgia one game, but watching him in the USFL. You know, I'm not thinking, is he going to be a, a, a Hall of Famer? We thought that the USFL was going to have a couple of teams that got into the NFL, and Herschel would have played for the New Jersey Generals. But I would have said that watching Herschel, it felt like Herschel was his best when he was a freshman, a sophomore, or junior at, uh, at Georgia. And then he goes to the USFL, and, and he never had any shiftiness. If you go back and watch Herschel, he didn't have moves that made you miss. He just had incredible speed and power, size. But he didn't make you miss. Yeah, Marv. Do you think Herschel Walker got used up by the time he, he got to the NFL? Because he was rushing a lot at Georgia and then also in the USFL. Well, you don't avoid hits. And I, I think you started to see this. Franco Harris is the first running back I remember running out of bounds. And I remember Jim Brown had a problem with that. Like, you don't run out of bounds. But, but it's to live to see another play. I get, you know, we get caught up in the mentality of, I'm going to take you on and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to power like uh, Earl Campbell hitting uh, Isaiah Robertson or uh, Herschel hitting Bill Bates when they were in college, where you go, I'm going to plow right over you. Well, after a while, you, I mean, you can't continue to do that. Derrick Henry is an anomaly. But for the most part, there's nothing wrong with going, I'm going to go out of bounds. We don't like it in our football players, but if that means I avoid one more hit and over the course of a season, how many hits am I avoiding? Then you do that. Yes, Eaton. Carson Palmer. Yeah. That, well, going to the Bengals, though, that was the, that was the tricky part because he didn't start his first year. John Kitna did, but... I would have thought Carson Palmer coming out of USC, Heisman winner. Yeah, yep. yep. He would have been on the short list of making the Hall of Fame. Yeah, Pauline. Yeah, Herschel Walker's stats with the USFL don't really count for him. They're kind of like, yeah. they don't feel right. He averaged 400 carries and 1,700 yards a, game, a season for three years in the USFL. If you tack that onto wow. his NFL stats, even if he was like 1,300 yards, he, he would be a first ballot in the NFL. How many yards did he rush for? In New Jersey, in uh, the pros? Yeah, the NFL. Paul's going to get the book. Yeah, he is. He had, you know, he played a bunch of seasons. He, I could have stalled better, you know, with the, the They literally air. just stalled. Yeah. yeah. Herschel okay. ran for 8,200 yards and 61 touchdowns. He was actually a better receiver. He had 512 catches and 5,000 yards. Yeah. His pro career is almost underrated because of the expectations. Uh, Trey in Wisconsin. Hi, Trey. What's on your mind today? Hello, Danny. Third time, long time. A soft six foot two bills. Soft. I got to get a couple things off my chest real quick with Todd. He took a couple pie to the face bets, one between me and him, and one between my buddy who called in from Wisconsin. He had the Packers winning more games than the Raiders this year. Don't want you to forget. They're tied right now. Uh oh. The next one he took with my buddy was that the AFC West would only have one team make the playoffs, and he said, no way. Well, as of right now, only the Chiefs are in. Uh -oh. So I don't want you to forget those. No, no, we can't. And, and then I got a T-shirt idea 
that's kind of directed at TCU fans in the student section mainly. Okay. I'd like for it to be purple in the front of the shirt to say, hey, Prime, you forget your luggage, question mark, after TCU demolishes Colorado mm. in the first game next year. Oh, okay. All right. Well, thank you, Trey. Roasted. Yeah. Burn. You want some ice for that burn? That's a very specific T-shirt. Uh, Zach and Charlotte. Hi, Zach. What's on your mind today? Hey, but yep. Not a great T-shirt idea, in my opinion, but coming from a Georgia <laughs> fan. Anyways, um, DP, you've got a pretty large uh, audience. Oh. The question is, how do you stay so calm under pressure or uh, deal with nerves as it relates to broadcasting? And then last thing, DP, I love your body. Thank you. You love my body of work. I appreciate that. Um, I'm just talking to the guys in the room. And, and I always did this. This was the advice that I got a long, long time ago. Speak to the people who are in the room with you. Therefore, you don't think about when you get up on you know the Super Bowl podium and you, if you let it sink in that 100 million people are watching, then all of a sudden you, you get outside of your comfort zone there. It's when I'm on the podium and I'm talking to the Eagles owner, Jeffrey Lurie, or I'm talking to Nick Foles. I'm I'm just in the moment there, and uh, same with this show. You know, we have millions of listeners here, but I'm only talking to the guys who are right there in front of me. Yes, Mark. Were you nervous when you heard Kevin Hart drunkenly asking? Yeah. Yes. Do you know who I am? Yes. When he tried to get on the podium after the Eagles won, and I'm just hearing this voice, and I'm going, "Who is who is trying to get up here?" And I look over. It's Kevin Hart. And I was like, He was like, "Don't you know who I am?" I'm Kevin Hart. And I'm like, you ain't getting up here. At least I hope not. All right. One more hour to go. We'll talk some baseball. Was Aaron Judge actually thinking about the Padres? One more item as we close that hour, too. It's getting to be that time of the year again. Year's coming to an end. We start to make plans for 2023. You don't have to wait until 2023. How about you start M-Drive right now? Supplements that are formulated specifically for us to support testosterone, energy, strength, and overall health. M-Drive is not one of those companies trying to make you feel bad about yourself and then promising to fix everything. There's no magic. It's just if you're a motivated guy, you want to feel your best and have the energy to do things that you love, M drives the product. No magic pill to make you feel 20 again, but if you're driven to put in the time, M drives clinically tested ingredients can help you go the extra mile. And start the new hobby today. Finally, clean out the garage. Now, go into 2023 swinging because you can get 20% off with the coupon code DAN at mdrivedan.com. You can also find top selling M drive products at stores like Rite Aid and Sprouts. Get 20% off more energy, strength, and drive. Use the code DAN at mdrivedan.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. 
Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.